Welcome to Stirring the Pot podcast, a podcast all about discussing controversial food subjects, historical aspects of food, and pretty much everything else cooking and food related. To get things started, let me introduce my co-hosts. First up, we have Mr. Barbecue Brand, an aficionado of all things barbecue and a recently featured guest on Food Network's Barbecue USA. Welcome, Barbecue Brand. What's cooking, everybody? I'm pulled up tonight. A little something <laughs> light. Let's take flight. Second up, we have Mr. Brandon D., a connoisseur of Louisiana and Southern cuisine and a self-proclaimed food science nerd. Welcome, Brandon D. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening in. Let's get this started. I'm staying dry tonight because I have to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll drink a little bit for you, B. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> pour, pour, some, pour some of the ground for me, man. <laughs> hey. Teamwork makes dream work. There you go. <laughs> I am your host, KCP. I am a baking and cooking enthusiast and a lover of all Southern culture, history, and cuisine. Tonight's topic is all about the subtle art of tailgating. We want to cover everything to make sure you have a successful and safe time celebrating your favorite team. Let's jump right into prepping for the big event. So how do we get this started, guys? What, what's the most important thing when we're prepping? I, I'd say if you first, you got to start off with equipment. I mean, that, that's, that's the big thing. What are you bringing? What cooking equipment are you bringing? How that cooking equipment's power? What's your heat source? And are you going to transport it? Because those things can be heavy. Yeah. Equipment is, is very important because that's going to tell you everything that you need to know about how your day is going to go. You have okay. to know your equipment, know what you're bringing, how you're going to get it there, how to power it, how to work it, how many people you have coming. We're going to cover all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So what are some of these big equipment items that you would normally bring if you're well, going to a tailgating at the stadium? Well, you want to think about what's going to be your heat source. I mean, you can have propane or you can have gas. And if you have a generator, you can have electric. But I'd certainly recommend propane or uh, propane or charcoal. I, I, don't, I don't think you really want to fool with the generator, power your pellet smoker. But I've never <laughs> tried it but. <laughs> you know, the, the problem with a generator is most people's generators are gas and handling gasoline is always, you know, always a little bit tricky. You got to be, you got to be real safe about it, but they do make some propane powered generators too that run off propane or gasoline. I, I have to say the same thing, you know, propane or charcoal. Most of the time you're going to see charcoal out. You have to figure out how you're going to get it there. You know, how, how big that equipment is, how heavy it is. Most pits, if you don't have a trailer, if you're just toting something in the truck, most of the pits like like old Smokies and, you know, Weber kettles, those things are really Good choices. Light. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the best thing for you to, to use is just to use something that's light, something that you can throw some charcoal in and get it lit and just get it rolling. They'll cook right. Old school, old school style on it. At Sam's, I saw a really small, a decently sized uh, portable uh, flat top cooker. I was pretty impressed by it. I mean, I was think it was like a 24 inch cooker or something like that. So that's mm -hmm. not a, not a bad size. Yeah, those are getting really popular too. Mm -hmm. yeah, everybody has those flat tops. And for tailgating, if you're cooking burgers, you mm -hmm. know, you're doing some smash burgers or yeah. you know, even some chicken. If you got some something that you can kind of hold that hold that chicken down, if you got them pressed thighs. out or something like that. Hashtag thighs. <laughs> Hashtag you thighs. already know. Thighs without the bone. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
The, the the plus of a flat top, if you're doing burgers, you can cook burgers way faster on a flat top than a oh, the, absolutely. The so mm-hmm. that's that's your advantage there. Direct heat contact, you'll be you can really crank out a lot of burgers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And and with with that, I mean, it depends on what time of day you go. You could get creative. I mean, if you go early enough, you could crank out some breakfast on those little flat top grills too. Correct. Yes. You Excellent know, point. Everybody, everybody loves breakfast. Yes, especially <laughs> on a flat top. Breakfast oh, yeah. on a flat top, you can, it, the possibilities are endless. It's like Pancake. bringing Waffle House home with you. Yeah. <laughs> pancakes, pancakes, eggs, and bacon all on the same cooking surface. So you can't beat that. Minus right. the ratchetness in, in yeah. fights, you know. Well, Ho- hopefully, well, before the beer comes well. up. Before the beer comes up. <laughs> Depends on the tailgating that you plan on doing. <laughs> I think to work at a Waffle House, you have to have to serve some time. You know, <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing wrong with Waffle House. Just so we could. Yeah, no Waffle House. Is, Waffle is pretty, House be hitting. It is pretty good, I have and to say. And both aspects of that word, sometimes it be hitting. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get some connections and get Waffle House to to sponsor my next tailgate. Right. You know, hey, hey, Waffle hey, House. Hey, well, I can tell you one thing: Waffle House kicks the hell out of IHOP. It really does. Much better, much better for it's, it's that extra ratchetness it got. It's that level of danger at Waffle House <laughs> that makes it so much better. Everything's a little mm. more better. It's a little better when it's a little more dangerous, right? Yes, that's right. You, you don't have you don't have to go there at three AM. I mean, that's yeah. your choice. That, that so. food that food got a little pain in it, you know? It's just it yeah. always come out better. Well, with that, going back to what we need for these uh, cooking vessels. So obviously, if we're going to be using charcoal grill, we're going to need charcoal. We're going to need propane if you bring in that along. For and what about extra tanks. Right. And what about frying? Are you going to do that on site or are we going to do that beforehand? Well, you, you could. I mean, they make propane fryers that work pretty well. So, I mean, uh, that's definitely a possibility. They're not that heavy. You know, they... They make some really nice ones. Yeah, I mean, frying's definitely a possibility to tailgate, but you want to have you want to have a good setup for it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You want to make sure that you plan that ahead of time. Yeah, you know, it's got to be planned out. If you're frying, you got propane out there. You got grease. How many people are you cooking for? Who's all going to be there? You know, some people you can't trust around grease. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. There's kids around too. That's also yeah. another kind of consideration. Kids. Uh, the good thing about frying is it allows you, if you're cooking for a crowd, it allows you to cook food really quick. So you can really cook quick. a lot of food very fast. Right. And that's yeah, the crank advantage it out. of Yeah, crank Don't it out. they have those really cool, like, little Coleman stove things that, not the not the camping stove, but, like, the bigger ones that have, like, the longer legs. Don't they make those now? They do. That's perfect so, yeah. for tailgating. Yeah. yeah I mean, the burners. Yeah, they, they also make portable, I mean, you you can get portable burners and cook, you know, like, cook whatever you want, you know, so you, I mean, you have make like three burner portable, uh, cooking appliances. So you can, you can use those too. Those are, those work great. Yeah. I have one in the box. I hadn't even opened it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it at one of my competitions as a, as a door prize and I just hadn't nice. had a reason to break it out. But since it's tailgate season, it might be Not the perfect even. time to break that thing out. It has legs. I think it's a double burner, but it's a, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty big. It's a, it's a king cooker. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's might that's be a good idea to, to do a little demo for our subscribers. <laughs> hey, let's a do it. Little cooking short on the on the new breaking out the new equipment. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so new equipment is always fun. You got to do something, you know. Always. So, There's also uh, black pots. You know, people come out with black yeah. pots. Right, right. right. If, you got a, if you're cooking for a lot of people, 
you know, especially down here in the, in the South, you know, people have 13, 15, 20, 30 gallon black pots that they're out there cooking with, which you're going to need propane for also mm-hmm. in a burner. You know, that's, right. that's really easy to cook a lot of stuff, you know, cook, cook a good bit of food for a lot of people too. Right. Right. right exactly. Now you can fry in black pots too, right? If you yeah, so choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's Just right. wanted to make that clarification. Oh yeah. What about we're talking proteins here, like marinating, making sauces? Is that that's all stuff we need to do ahead of time, right? Because we don't right. want to do that on site. No, you don't want to do any marinating or really any food prep on, like any raw meat prep on site. You want all your food packaged, cold, and ready to go. So if you have meat that you want to cook, you know, put it in Ziploc bags, put it in uh, aluminum trays if you want. You know, put that in your ice chest. Have an ice chest dedicated for just your raw meat. And that way you can just go out there and cook. You don't wanna you don't wanna have to have, oh, I gotta season my season the chicken before I cook it. You want that all done ahead of time. So planning is really, really important uh with when it comes to tailgating. Yeah, planning is super important because the more you plan, the more food you have the ability to cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone to tailgates, I've been a part of tailgate crews where we've you know cooked ribs, we've we've done wings, we've done oysters, we've done all nice. kind of stuff, and it, it's all about how you prep. So all the yeah. stuff that you do ahead of time at your at your house, that allows you to be able to kind of crank some of that food out and not have to worry about cutting up chicken, you know, wings and oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. trying to do all of these things while you're there. You do it ahead of time. Right, yeah. right. You don't want to you don't want to be handling too much raw protein. You have to make sure that you have things to clean your hands to sanitizers, water, soap, things like that. So you have to think about that. How much raw raw meat do I want to handle? I really all I want to do is take the tongs, pull it out the bag, put it on the grill, the cooking appliance. That's it. There's a strategy that the army uses. It's called backwards planning. What you do instead of planning what I need to buy first, you plan. Hey, when do I want everything cooked by? And then you say, well, what do I have right now? And then you plan out those days, those middle steps. You plan out. What do I need to do to accomplish those steps by this time with what I have on hand? So that, that'll give you a good guide. It's a little bit, it's a little different way of planning things. I've used, I use it for, for my job, for work, you know, it just makes a little more sense sometimes to say, Hey, I need this. And I use it for cooking all the time too. I said, you know, I want a brisket done at one o'clock Sunday afternoon. That means I have to start, you know, on Friday cooking that I can't start on Saturday because there's a a minimum time requirement that it's going to take. So. That's such a great concept. I've never heard of that term before. I didn't know they had a term for it. You <laughs> right. call it ba- is that backwards planning? You say backwards or reverse planning? That's you know you you choose your you pick your goal first and then you work backwards to where you need to achieve that goal. That's awesome. I teach this all the time and I practice it as well. I just never <laughs> knew there was an actual term for yeah, it. I mean, it's... when it comes to my competitions, that's you have to backwards plan. You have things that's due at a certain time and you don't have a lot of mm-hmm. great period for it and that's a really good point for people that's cooking long cooks like brisket mm-hmm. a lot of times right. people are just cooking that and they're at the jam up time and people are hungry at nine o'clock at night and that brisket <laughs> just hit the stall guess what you yeah. got on a pizza partner yeah <laughs> that's not gonna be done it's it's not it's, it's it most certainly is not This is when the appetizers need to come into play, all the little Mm -hmm. finger foods. Before you you have the main main deal that comes out, this is a perfect time for that. When people get hungry, give them something to eat. It's always good to have finger foods and appetizers beforehand. If you're doing something like barbecue, which can, can be a little bit of a time sink, 
you know, you really want to have something out people can snack on. So I'm going to lead into our part two, the tailgating favorite. So we just touched a little bit on appetizers. What are some of your favorite appetizers that go along with tailgating? Mm. Uh, I like jalapeno poppers. I think are a good one. They're, 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 they're easy to cook. They cook real fast. You throw them on the, you know, you throw them on like a, a grill, either whatever you have. And you just, I mean, they cook in like 20 minutes. They don't take very long and they're, they're really good. Yeah. Jalapeno poppers, um, sausage. Yes. Sausage. That's that's always a crowd pleaser, you know, get some good sausage. You always get an an array of sausage or if you're down here, some of that boudin. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. There is mm-hmm. there is nothing better than boudin on the grill. Yes, that pop, indeed. When you mm. take that first bite, oh, so good, <laughs> so good. Okay, jumping back into this finger foods. What about dips? Do y'all have any hey, favorite queso. dips? Queso, queso is always good. Queso. You're, gonna have, you're gonna have to have something to keep it warm though, because it'll turn into a block of cheese again. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, this so there, there's a there's a recipe out there and i think meat church made it pretty popular where you just kind of throw all your stuff together in a some type of pan you can use a disposable pan if you want mm-hmm. you know some velveta a little bit of gouda um so a can of rotel there's a um i forgot exactly what's all in the recipe uh it's not much more though <laughs> it's not much mm-hmm. more at all and you just throw it all in there throw it on the pit and you just stir it every 15 minutes it's done in an hour and mm. even after it kind of cools down, it's still creamy. Mm. Um, nice. So it's it's that's a really good dip to have. So you can you can definitely do that smoked queso or you know like yeah you can you queso. can always yeah you can always use like a little bit of heavy cream or milk or something like that, and that'll keep it to liquid. Keep it yeah. liquidy. Now mm. H E B over here here everything's better. H E B has these little trays that you could pop into the oven or anywhere where it's heat proof, right? And it's brisket queso. So it just like you warm it up and it's just all delicious mm. and gooey. Queso. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and this is uh this is true. H E B actually does a pretty good brisket. When they used to have mm. their restaurants in the store, their brisket actually was was really good. I mean they they outdid uh, probably ninety five percent of the restaurants for brisket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So- yeah, they really did. It was really, really good. They had started one of the one of the locations had like a little restaurant in it, and mm-hmm. just like a counter service kind of thing, and they had really good stuff. It was. It did. But I'm I guess it wasn't H-E-B. popular. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess you don't choose H E B as your uh, destination for dinner. You get stuff for dinner. You don't go there for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know if that came out right. <laughs> Well, all I know yeah, is I, I, HEB would have all of my money if I lived there. Oh, like, all they, of it. They just have take all it. ours. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much our, it's our favorite grocery store. Uh, they yeah. they have and they're fairly priced too. So right. So so let's just say we have we we go an extra fancy here. We have this big RV. We got all this electricity to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. A crock pot is always a good idea, you know, for dips and, mm-hmm. and stuff you want to keep warm. If chafing you know, dish, if, if, oh, that's true, that's true. If you mm-hmm. uh, just get a chafing dish, yeah, to but keep be, stuff be, warm. Be careful with those uh, heat sources for chafing dishes. That flame can be really clear, and it can be really hard to see. Because I know I've lit one, and I was like, "Is this thing lit?" And yeah. you know, you just te- test with like a toothpick and you'll see it's lit. It just burns really clear. So just make sure to be careful with chafing dishes because they, yeah. they cannot show the flame. Yeah, that's a good point. Brandon D with the safety 
safety minute. As always, and yeah, I just, <laughs> oh, I you, just. You forgot about the uh, the fire extinguisher. Oh yeah, always have a fire extinguisher. Always. Oh, yeah. oh it's gonna be a lot of safety talk this episode. Because oh yeah, it's... we got some things to talk about. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have a lot of safety issues with tailgating. So you know, yeah. fire extinguisher is always a great thing to have. Absolutely. So just in case, it's better to be prepared. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, it's better to have it and not need it than need there it and go. not have it. Always. That is always. a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Plug that in into whatever you're talking about. I always say this, you are going to fail with, with, you, with what you have on hand. It is not going to magically appear out of thin air and be there for you when you need it. You either bring it <laughs> or you don't. You'll have it or you won't. Right. 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 This is absolutely true. What about like some sauces that we can put out for dipping? Not dips, but like sauces, like to go with other things. Salsa? So, uh, so, yeah. Sauce. Yeah, salsa. So, so, uh, yeah, that would be more of a kind of in the in the, the same dip, realm yeah. as the dip. Yeah. When it comes to sauces and tailgating, I say go bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Make go it easy on yourself. Make this easy. You're not right. trying to. You're not out here trying to imp impress everybody with, with, with. If you want to make a sauce ahead of time, if you right. have your signature right. sauce, then right. go ahead and make it. But otherwise, we out here tailgating. We making burgers. We you want to have fun too. I mean, don't yeah, you don't want to just be manning the grill the entire time. You want to have some fun and crack some beers too, you know, and, and right. talking. Don't forget that Jack Miller sauce though. Yeah, that man. Jack Miller sauce be hitting. <laughs> Jack Miller. <Yeah>. Jack Measy. <laughs> out of, does anybody yeah. know who he is? We need to. We need to. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just for anybody out of seat that doesn't know, Jack Miller is a is a is a barbecue sauce that's popular in Louisiana. And it's what we would call a uh, mop sauce, I believe, right? B? Yeah, yeah, it would be a it would be a mop. This because it's not a barbecue sauce. It's more of like a like an onion chutney. Right, right. <laughs> it's it really is really what it is. Like, it's, that's a, that's a good that's a good description of it. But it's yeah. Good but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You definitely want sauces if you ha if you have your own specialty sauce. Make it at a time and put it in one of those nice screw top Tupperwares that they sell. Won't leak or anything like that. So you just want to have all that stuff. You know what they call other than French restaurants, mise en place, everything in place. You don't want to have anything, mm -hmm. anything that you have to do. You know, yeah. If you want to, if you have to cook onions, if for whatever reason, obviously you're making jambalaya or something, chili or something like that, just have those onions pre-cut in the bag. Don't waste your time cutting onions over there. No, no. no. All that Make stuff needs to easy. be. Yeah, that's all supposed to be a part of planning. So, my very first competition that I ever did, and I just, I just posted about that today was uh, I got flown out to Cleveland for the Sutter Home Build a Better Burger contest. And we had to basically build a gourmet burger from scratch in one hour. But it also had to be tailgate tailgate approved. Or what's the word friendly. I'm looking for? Friendly. Tailgate friendly. friendly. There you go. <laughs> My burger was very elaborate. Like everything was homemade. The burger was homemade itself, the patty. I made a homemade bacon jam, like a savory bacon jam. Mm. I, I made like a quick, pickled red onion uh kind of relish for it mm -hmm. and it was a it was a gourmet burger but my take on it was you can do everything ahead of time so everything that i made for the burger can be made at home you can store it in the refrigerator so whenever you right. get to your place you just kind of take everything out throw it together so pick, the, the, pick, the more you yeah. plan the better right. you are pickles and jammer 
last forever. I mean, you pickle something, that's going to last in your fridge for a long time. And anything like a jam with a lot of sugar is also going to last a long time as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man, that sounds good. Why you never made that for us? <laughs> oh, man, why y'all got to bring up everything? Oh, that's true. Hey, look, y'all just come on back and then I'll cook y'all dinner. <laughs> there we go. No, that, that burger sounds that's, burger sounds really good, though. It does. And I think that's... Well, you know, that that brings up... just It's just prep work. You just have to put in the time to have stuff ready at a time and make it easy on yourself. You know, get you some good ice chests with... Pack all that stuff up so you're not having to... You know, you know what? You don't want to handle, raw, you know, like seasoning raw chicken at a tailgate. Where are you going to wash your hands? <laughs> yeah, no. No, we're not doing all of that. We do chicken wings at our tailgate when we tailgate for the Saints. They love us to make our maple chipotle wings. We'll go out there with our chicken wings, but we we already have the sauce pre-made. So we're just throwing Mm -hmm. chicken on the grill and the wings are already cut up. They're already prepped. I always use, you know, nitro gloves, non-powdered nitro Mm -hmm. gloves. Use those gloves, those disposable gloves. That way you can, when you're handling meat, you you do what you got to do. Take those gloves off. You're good to go. Wash your hands or put you some hand sanitizer on just to be safe. Mm. You know, utilize your what you have or utilize some things that'll help make your, your time a little bit better and a little bit. A lot yeah. easier. Yeah. Ask, easier. Some, ask some Clorox wipes or some Lysol wipes with you too. So safety word of the day. Number safety, safety word. word. Yeah. I wanted to circle back to appetizers a little bit more about finger foods. Just utilizing things that maybe are kind of off the beaten path. Because I know I've had cream cheese jalapeno with backstrap wrapped around the jalapeno with bacon wrapped around the backstrap. So it was like double wrapped and then on the barbecue pit. I know there's a lot of deer hunters out there in Louisiana. (laughs) A lot of our subscribers have this stuff on hand. It was so good. I can't even tell you how good that was. That's, that's what it was. I know it was like cream cheese, jalapeno, backstrap, and then bacon. Yep, that's what it was. Right. They have something that's pretty similar to that in Texas that they call pig shots. And mm-hmm. so I guess this would be considered deer shots or something. I, I guess that's what you would call. <laughs> What's yeah. a pig yeah. shot? I think it's everything you named with, I forgot what else is in there. I'll have to circle yeah, back I mean, to I think one, You but... can't go wrong with any of that. <laughs> I know shotgun shells yeah. are a popular one too. That's what like the... Uh... Yeah, shotgun shells are made with manicotti, those large manicotti mm-hmm. shells. Mm. And you you make like a meat mixture and stuff it into those those manicotti shells, and then you wrap it in bacon and you smoke it. The fat render from the bacon is supposed to kind of cook that manicotti shell. It it doesn't work well. I suggest if you're gonna do that, take your manicotti shells, ball them for like two minutes, and take them out. They're still these things are they're thick. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're gonna keep their shape, and then you just you stuff them from there. Let them cool down a little bit. Stuff them from there then wrap them in bacon. You can do that ahead of time. So parboil them mm-hmm. ahead of time, make you a little meat mixture, just mix up some some ground beef and cheese or some even some ground pork and cheese, mm-hmm. stuff them inside the shell, wrap it up in bacon, just throw that in the refrigerator, take that whole pan out with you to tailgating, throw them on oh. the grill for a while. People will be super oh. impressed with that. That yeah. sounds so good. Yeah, kebabs really are also good. a good thing for for tailgating. Kebabs, kebabs you know, that's too. easy. You know, easy to prep. You know, not a lot of prep work on that comes right. out great. So, so uh, moving on to more like your mains here. Anything on a bun is going to work for tailgating. Oh Whether man, you anything. Barbecue, some pulled pork sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Pretty 
much anything. You don't want to start that pulled pork at a barbecue because that's that's going to take way no, too long. This is, this is ahead of time thinking. Right, right. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. For, for things like, yeah, for things like that, anything on a bun, I mean, you got sausage, fresh sausage, smoked sausage, bratwurst, hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever, whatever you want. I mean, that's always a great thing. Great thing for kids, too. Yeah, oh, hot yeah. dogs is always a, that's always a go-to. You know, throw you some hot dogs on there, have those ready. Mm. Kids start acting up, start saying they're hungry. <laughs> throw, them right. up, throw them a little weenie. Go ahead, go play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually saw something really interesting today when I was kind of researching a little bit for the podcast. Everybody loves corn dogs. So if we're going to be doing some fried stuff, right, we're going to be doing hot dogs as well. I saw where they actually take a corn dog, fry it up, get it, get it ready, nice and crispy. You split it halfway, like you cut it down the middle, you open it up, and then you put chili and cheese, like a nice. hot dog. Hmm. Okay. I would I like, like that. That's pretty. That's pretty smart. That's that can't pretty be good. Bad. Idea. No, no. <laughs> hey, chili, no. chili, chili, and cornbread go really well together. So I mean, absolutely it's, right. I actually took a, a screenshot of how to do it <laughs> to show everyone, just because I thought it was such a great idea. I was like, this is genius. Even though this picture that shows like some really big beans in their chili, but hang on, let me see if I can get this up hey, for you guys. You make, you, nice. make the, you make the chili your way you want to make the chili. Now I got a question though. You keep yeah. this thing on the stick? Oh, yes. You, okay. All right. Yeah. I need to see how this works. Cause it's not, it's not working right now. Oh, when you take the stick out, once you cut it, you pull the stick. Oh, okay. See? So you hold it like a hot dog. Right. Okay. Okay. I see what's going on. Ooh, that's... Now look, I, I I like beans in my chili, but when I'm making chili for hot dogs, I don't put any beans in. <laughs> that's a big. Uh, that's, that's a, a that's big a bean? beans in there. Some <laughs> kind of where they some built, kidney where they, beans. Where they grew those beans at? Right. That's that's some big like beans for red beans. That's some anabolic beans. That's what we were talking about <laughs> last right. episode. Right. Juice up beans. That's that's definitely <laughs> some. <laughs> Yeah, let them beans soak way too long. I can they, guarantee you that's some GMO beans right there. Hey, hey, genetically yo. modified. Hey, yo, they had those beans soaking in creatine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely some genetically modified. They have spliced the genes of those beans to make Oh, the yeah, beans. for sure. But nonetheless, I just thought this was really cool and I wanted to share it with you guys. Oh, that's, that is a good, that's a good idea, too. I was trying to keep it a secret. I was... I didn't want to show Brandon before we started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but uh, I, I really, you know, it's a good thing with like fresh sausages. If you're, if you're doing like fresh sausage, Italian bratwurst, you know, uh, the myriad of fresh sausages they have in Louisiana, it's always a good idea to boil those beforehand. Like if you boil them the night before and then put them on the grill, you'll get a really good product out of that too. When you boil um, sausages and then fresh sausages and then grill it, you get a nice crispy skin on it. Mm -hmm. The casing crisps up, crisps up real well. So I, I really like that method. I've done that with bratwurst uh, plenty mm -hmm. of times. Okay, and if you, if you want to be adventurous, put some curry ketchup on that bratwurst. Oh, and yeah. You will, not, you will not regret that. Some little currywurst. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my you can gosh. buy you can buy curry ketchup or make it. I I make my own, but if you make it, make it at a time. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Make it at a time. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where yeah, it needs to sit in the refrigerator for at least at least overnight to actually taste like something. So what what are some of your favorite fried items for tailgating? Hey, wings are always good. Wings. Uh, 
chicken tenders are also all pretty good too. That's another good thing to do. Those are advantage to that fast cooking, you know, because it's all white meat, no bone. Chicken tenders cook up really quick. You can cook those in probably probably four or five minutes. Right, you better get them yeah. dino nuggets for them kids. <laughs> Straight out the bag. That's what they want, yeah. them dino nuggets. I'm gonna tell yeah, I'm gonna tell you like this. If you want to do some some fried chicken, like some fried uh chicken tenders, do them yourself. Mm-hmm. You go you're gonna pay way less money. All right, here's where the controversy comes in and at right. This is stirring the pot. I like canes. Okay. I'm a I'm a canes fan. I do like canes chicken fingers. But I'm not paying $150 for them to give me a couple of pans of chicken fingers when I can fry that myself and I'm just going to go and get if he, okay so if y'all don't know this you can actually go to Canes and get a 20 or a 32 ounce of their cane sauce which is the whole point of going to Canes all right besides the besides the garlic bread that's the that's whole true. point of going to Canes right go there and get you a 32 ounce of cane sauce just ask for it they're going to give it to you fry your own chicken fingers and dip that in that there you go. That, Done. That, that's a great tip right there. But, oh, you can make it yourself. This is but, true. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're trying to cut down on uh, doing, we're trying to do right. less prep. Right. Yeah. More, on your more way. party, less prep. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and and if you, and Canes is starting to become worldwide now. Like, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah, really yeah. In, in a lot of different places. So. They're all over the place. Yeah, Absolutely. it's not just the South. So there's the other places. You might, y'all might have, if you're listening to this and you're not in, in the Southern region and you don't have a Canes near you, there's Zaxby's. I know there's mm-hmm. Zaxby's. They got mm-hmm. good sauce too. But mm-hmm. same scenario. <laughs> Go get you some sauce. Fry your stuff I th- yourself. I think there's a Canes in Dubai or something like that. So they've gone international. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What love. Fried chicken. Fun fact. <laughs> fry, uh, yeah. Fried chicken is really popular in the Middle East. So it's popular all over the damn world. True. Yeah. But uh, one of my one of my friends from uh, he's from Bangladesh. Man, he said like. You know, when they take girls out on dates, they take them to a nice restaurant. They take them to KFC. That's <laughs> <laughs> serious. Is that a like, joke? No, not at all. 100% true. Man. Wow. Uh, man, oh, you splurged them. We're going to KFC. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's. No. I have nothing. I have nothing right. to contribute to that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go to KFC just when I don't, you know. At there's any point Popeye. in time, I don't want to go there's to There's Popeyes, dude. That's why I go to KFC when there's Popeyes. Popeyes <laughs> is better. Right. It is. And then there's churches. It, it, it's all about, right. Churches got them honey butter biscuits, though. Mm-hmm. Popeyes biscuits, you know, they could kill you. Literally. Yeah, just make sure you have a cup of water next to That'll get stuck in the pipe. You got to be careful with them biscuits. They locked and loaded. being choked. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving that, along. <laughs> I saw that on the internet. It was a joke. Yeah, I saw another good thing to do would be egg rolls too. You can buy you can buy pre made egg rolls. You can make your own. Making uh, egg rolls is super easy. That's such an easy thing to do. You cannot get easier than making your own egg rolls. Like. <laughs> The possibilities are pretty much endless with egg rolls. They're it's, super easy to make. And they're it's delicious. one of those things that sound intimidating just because right. you no, look huge. at it and it's like, okay, it's an egg roll, but it's really, it's really the simplest thing you it's can do. Oh, simple. it really is. Make your you own can, filling. 
You could put anything in an egg roll wrapper, pretty much. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. egg roll wrappers. Some... Same thing with wontons. You can do the same yep. thing with wontons. You can make right. some little, throw some filling in there, make a little meat mixture, and kind of fold your corners, and then That's all toss it in the fries. I mean, all of that stuff looks difficult and it mm-hmm. looks fancy but it's mm-hmm. just super simple to make right oh yeah so, absolutely earlier this year for barbecue brands barbecue competition in uh bro bridge brandon d made some crawfish and corn egg rolls and y'all if it was hitting let me let me tell y'all something i don't know if if everybody's watching this on on YouTube right now, or if y'all are watching this or listening to this on a different platform, but y'all can't see my face right now, and y'all just don't y'all don't understand how I feel when when she brings that up because this was one of the best things I ever ate in my life. <laughs> and and what did you make? What sauce did you make? The dip? was that your your homemade rum a lot? He oh. made a y'all. He made a homemade rum a lot sauce. That's, that was for the that fried was, shrimp, but it worked on both. Cold. It worked on it. I put everything in there. I put I put toes in there. I put everything. <laughs> it was the there's no ramalad that you have had anywhere that tastes better than this. I promise you. Hands this, down. I was I was hurting myself on eating this stuff that he was making. <laughs> I think I seen you scoop some in a in a spoon and taste it like oh, like you was eating some soup. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it, it, no it, judgment from me. I sung, I sung to it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to, you know, build myself up too much. But that that was a pretty good idea. So I, I mean, what basically was like a uh, equivalent of like a corn mock shoe, which is which is like the Cajun equivalent of a of cream corn. That's all it is. It's got onions and peppers in it, and then I mixed crawfish and cheese in it and seasoned it up and. Put it in the egg roll, and it it came out pretty. Uh, it was it was real solid. <laughs> oh, it was incredible! I, I I took that. I was so happy. Like I wanted to give you a hug when you gave me those leftovers, and you said I could have them. I put that in a bag. I put that in a bag and froze it. And when I tell you, I, I I made that. I took it out of the freezer and made it for my my family when they came over for one weekend. Yeah, they 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 felt like I felt. We had that same moment all over again. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. really really good. Uh, really, it's a it's a really good. And it wasn't very difficult to make either. I used frozen corn. I didn't even use fresh corn. Just frozen corn. Uh, you know, cha- you know, just and just cooked it really well. It's really a car- corn mock shoe is really a it's a cream corn, but it's a it's a caramelized cream corn. So you cook it down the cook the corn down to where it gets a nice golden brown color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had your good. and crawfish yeah. and corn go really well together. They are friends. Mm-hmm. They are really close friends. <laughs> and cheese, cheese works with crawfish. Unlike I mean, the, many seafood, many many shellfish don't. I mean, imagine this: I make you like some oysters with like some um, put oysters in there. It wouldn't make any sense. The cheese would just wipe everything out. But crawfish actually stands up to cheese yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. What that lady said. If it ain't cheesy, it ain't gonna slide down easy. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that might have to make a video with, with that one too. It's a pretty, it's yeah. a pretty good recipe. It's yeah, pretty but good I is mean, an understatement. Right. <laughs> Any anything in an egg roll or wonton wrapper, oh, yeah. just get creative with it. Like put you some brisket in there. Let rotis- so, just rotisserie chicken. I just mean, just rotisserie chicken. Season Pretty that up with a little anything. soy sauce or something, and just like you know, some a little bit of vegetable in there. And you can and you can make egg rolls. You can make them ahead of time and freeze them, mm-hmm. and then drop them in the fryer, just straight frozen, and they come I'm out. Sure perfect. can. 
You sure yep. can. Yep. There you mm-hmm. go, planning ahead. Right, because the, the, the getting yeah. that prep work in. The uh the the mixture inside an egg roll is not real tight or dense, so it cooks really fast. So uh, as far as we're talking barbecue and smoked meats for tailgating, what are your favorite meats to do for tailgating besides hamburger? Yeah, for tailgating, it you don't want any. It depends on how long you're there. So. Mm-hmm. That all goes into planning as well. So you got to figure out, okay, what time is the game? What time do we need to be in the stadium? Right. What time do we need to start cleaning up? And it goes back to that backwards planning that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you have to figure all of those things in. So then you have to come up with the time. Okay, when do I need this food to be done by so that we can start eating? Then you have your window of how long you have to cook. So if it's a night game, that's usually best case scenario for you to smoke something. Because mm-hmm. usually, you know, let's say the night game is at 6.30. If it's a college game, you might want to get into the stadium around 5.30, 5.45 or something along those lines. Then, you know, you may want to eat around 2, 3 o'clock. And then you may get you a little snack while you're in the stadium. Mm-hmm. So that, that may give you, you know, five hours or so. If you get out there real early, you know, five, six hours for you to smoke something and, and, then, and then be done with it. You're not going to be able to do a brisket unless you're cooking it hot and fast. Not not many mm. people know how to do that unless you're in competition world. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with, with pulled pork. You may want to cook those things ahead of time. Ribs, you can absolutely get that done. Chicken, mm. you can get that done. Mm. Some other lollipops. smaller cuts of beef. Mm-hmm. Lollipops. Tri-tip. Chicken, Barbecue Brandon's. I've said this before. Barbecue Brandon has this video up on his website. Those lollipops. That is the perfect tailgating item. Such a cool little presentation on them. It's so easy uh, too. It's so easy to do. So you can yeah. do something out of out of the box too. Like tri tip cooks really fast. Tri tip is, I mean, that's basically tri tip cooks like a like a dog on steak. Um, right. You know, it just takes you a little bit longer to get to that internal temperature. You can right. tri tip. You could even cook a chuck roast because mm-hmm. chuck roast is small enough for you to get some smoke on it, then wrap it up and finish it. And, you know, so right. there's you have options out there, but a lot of times for tailgating, you're doing more grilling than you're doing smoking. You know, right. unless you're smoking what, ahead hey, of time. Hey, look, fajitas, super easy, oh. super super easy to cook. Very very quick cook. I mean, what what skirt steak takes like eight, ten minutes, fifteen minutes of the most to cook if you're doing like a real yeah. thick big cut. But yeah, fajitas yeah, are a great know. option for uh for tailgating. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of prep. There's tor- fast. tortilla. Yeah, there's tortillas, meat, and and some onions and peppers. It doesn't get easier. It's a guacamole, right? That's you it. make an you make an essentially a taco, but not the crunchy kind, mm-hmm. right? Not- tacos, <laughs> tacos. That's another easy thing to do. You can crank out right. some tacos, right, 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 right? And look, skip the lettuce on the fajitas, man. It, it fajitas don't have lettuce. It's look, it's it's meat, onions, and peppers guacamole and a little bit of sour cream and some pico if you want that's and it you don't, cheese. don't forget that cheese boss. you're gonna you put cheese on it too there <laughs> you go but like let, lettuce is not needed on a fajita <laughs> no i hope who's putting lettuce on their fajitas no one no one should you should not put lettuce <laughs> on a fajita <laughs> hey b hey b listen real close white people <laughs> <laughs> oh now it's people that think, and I'm telling you, people think, oh man, I'm gonna make this healthy by putting some lettuce on. I'm like, I don't think so, man. I think I think it's I think it's the same. Yeah, I don't. No. I, me personally, I don't like lettuce on on hot food or hot tacos because I feel that it gets slimy and it, it doesn't hold just, up. 
It doesn't hold right, up to exactly. that. I mean, unless yes. you unless you're doing like like cabbage, you know. But even right. even cabbage can be too crunchy sometimes. Right, right. You yeah, know, it's like, got to be like whenever, real, real, yeah, thin. Yeah, real, real thin. Fine. And then like if I'm making, I love cabbage on. Uh, like pulled pork sliders. Yes. Yeah. You know, but I'll, yes. I'll even roast that cabbage, you know, a little bit. Or make, or, or, or make a slaw out of it. Something to kind of, you know, make yeah. a slaw, soften yeah. it up a little bit. But yeah. still, you got to cut it, chop it fine, you know. You don't want a textural con contrast with your food that much. You know, if it just, some, some things just don't work. You don't want to, especially with a taco, you don't want anything stringy when you're trying yeah. to bite through it and then you're pulling out half your filling from your taco. Right. <laughs> right. right. A lot of people mess that up. A lot of oh, people yeah. Yeah. don't do it. Get soft tortillas, not the crunchy one, not crunchy mm -hmm. taco shells, because that's just gonna break on your way over there. <laughs> Don't do it. No, so keep that for keep that for white people taco night at your house with the Ortega shells. <laughs> The Ortega shells. Oh man, man! Sometimes you put up. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not even talking because I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let the white person ratchet the white people. I'm just. I'm just gonna stay out of this. Little video, white people taco. Oh yes, I have. Oh man, I used to love those type of tacos. There's not only white people that make that. There's people that know don't anything about Mexican food make man, those kind of tacos. You know, what used to make me mad. You, you, you know, you're having taco night and you get those shells out and you pull you pull those shells out of that little uh michael jackson shiny package and half of them broke hey, oh that make you cuss yeah that's when it, that, that's when it becomes taco salad nah. yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to desserts what are some great desserts to bring to tailgating anything that's pre-made pre-made you know, Pre-made and no re no refrigeration. This is this is tailgating. You wanna you wanna get there, unpack, cook what you need to cook, mm -hmm. and then set out the rest of it. So you know, get you some nice folding tables, make you a little dessert table, some brownies, some cookies. All excellent choices for tailgating. Nothing that you want to refrigerate. No, let me right. tell you. Let me tell you exactly what you do. If you want dessert at your tailgate, holla at KCP. She has a company called The Sharp Breadery. She will make you some of the best cookies you ever had in your life. You bring them over there. Impress your peoples. Have a good time. Absolutely. Exactly. Done deal. Done daughter. Yes. <laughs> I can definitely whip up some great cookies for you guys and make them cute too at the same time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those cookies, they're so pretty, but they just don't taste good. Mine, they taste good. And they're pretty. Make some killer blondies too. Oh. Blonde. <laughs> For those of you who do not know what a blondie is, it's like a brownie, but without the chocolate. So it's like a vanilla, dark brown sugar flavored pastry from heaven. Right. You, you talk, <laughs> you're, talking, you're talking that after dark stuff again. Yeah. Texture of a texture of a brownie, but flavor, mm -hmm. vanilla flavored. So it's got the same, same texture of a brownie, just tastes like vanilla. It's really good. I, I can already tell you somebody's gonna gonna stitch uh this and, and make a, a compilation video with all of the faces that I make after y'all talk about food. <laughs> I love food, y'all. I'm a fat boy at heart. I have a, a little uh, something to show you guys. Just some little ideas that I found for some little dessert ideas. All right, so we have football themed cookies. We have football themed whoopie pies. I'm not sure if anybody knows what a whoopie pie is, but it's delicious. Mm -hmm. So you have like a devil's food kind of a cakey cookie with like this marshmallow cream center. So 
these are just really cute. I thought these were just uh, just to show everybody. Just little hey, ideas. Always good also, to stay on theme. Absolutely. Here's some <laughs> uh, like kind of dip platters. We got some some little nutter butters to dip in some chocolate sauce. Just something cute, you know. Just be creative because it's you know food is always better when it's pretty too, right? Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you just want to just do something simple, nothing too complicated, keeps well, and these these ideas are are really perfect. And I mean, who doesn't like chocolate covered strawberries? They're I delicious. Mean, I never seen them painted like footballs before, so that's that's it, pretty creative. Isn't that cute? That's something. And then new. you have dipped uh, nutter butters on a stick that look like a football too. Just okay. some cute. Okay, so so here's another thing to keep keep in mind too is. The time of year that you're tailgating. If it's at the beginning of football season, you know, it right. might be it might be a little hot. You know, that chocolate right. might run off the table. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, so. and also a good tailgating. Uh, quickly slide back into mains. If it's cold outside, there's nothing wrong with a good chili for a tailgate. Well, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Easy, easy, easy to do. You know, serves a lot of people for not a lot of money. Some Fritos and some cheese and you man, you you're good to go. Love a good chili. We've, we've smashed oh, uh, some bowls of gumbo at, at, at tailgates, too. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. wrong with that. This is true. We got that, that electricity for the crockpots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Oh, and, I mean, you talked about chili. Don't forget about Frito pie in the bag. That's true. For anybody that doesn't know, Frito <laughs> pie is... Uh, Basically, you just open a bag of Fritos, put some chili in, some cheese, some onions, and some jalapenos, and why? Bet. Why hit harder in the bag though? <laughs> it do don't it's got it? All that grease, it's got all that grease inside. Nothing, the, yeah, the something, bag. something about it. Let me let me tell you, if if you're making Frito pies and your chili does not have the red grease, it's not gonna hit as good. <laughs> hard. It's gotta have not... it's gotta have that red grease floating on the top. You oh, know, yeah. like right. oh yeah. <laughs> That if you're not giving kids heartburn, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to desserts, anything, you know, pre, pre-made, pre-bought, just pick it up at the grocery store. All of these items are great. You can't go wrong with any of that stuff. That's you know, if idea. you want to get extra fancy and make it yourself, that's fine too. It's whatever, you know, whatever you have time for, whatever you're willing to prep ahead of time for. If dessert is the last thing on your list, take it up at the store. Hey, there you the, go. the name of my the name of my company you see right behind me, Home Grill Advantage, right? Home Grill Advantage is all about, you know, you're tailgating at home, then you know, you have a little bit more accessibility to your, your the normal things that you're used to cooking right. with. Mm -hmm. You right. know, you're gonna go you're gonna go all out, you know, at home. You're gonna do yeah. a little bit more. But when you go out to the tailgate site, you know, just do do your prepping, do your planning and then, you know, just make it happen. Don't don't yeah, don't do too you, much. You want to have fun too. You don't want to be the right. person slaving over cooking everything, and by the time you get to it, it's like you eat, and it's like, oh, it's time to go to the game. It's like, well, I didn't, I didn't enjoy much in my tailgating experience. Exactly. And I've been, right. in, I've been in that position where I've done all the cooking, and and by the time I was done, I was like, I didn't get into the game till halftime. Exactly. Right. I want to open the, I want to open the lid of my ice chest more than I open the lid of this grill. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Correct. <laughs> That's how that we're doing it. Perfect segue into the next part of this is the spirits of tailgating. What are you drinking? What are we making? Are we doing shots? Are we doing jello shots? What are we doing? 
<laughs> well, if you're prepping ahead of time, you can make jello shots. But uh, I mean, always great options are beers, anything in a bottle that you can just pop open and, mm-hmm. and not mix and just keep it on ice. And I think everybody's happy with that. You know, good. there's also a thing uh, I learned for some Aggies. This sounds weird, but it's delicious. Fireball lemonade. Yeah. Uh, it, fireball right. lemonade. I mean, like a like a margarita with crushed ice, but it's fire. It's fireball and that just minute made lemonade. Okay, yeah, I need to fireball whiskey and le- pre made lemonade. It's I, actually pretty good. I have I have lived long enough to not knock something before I try it, so yeah, I, I need to taste that first. Yeah, before because I because I judgment. had that same look that you just had when they said that to me, and I was like, I mean, I'll try it. Delicious. Those but, two things don't sound like they would go together, but they do. No, at all. But but that's a, that's a good point, though, is that if you are, like, mixing some stuff, you know, keep that simple, too. You know, two, three mm-hmm. ingredients max. You, you don't want to be you don't want to be out there making old fashions and stuff at the, <laughs> at the tailgate. M- you know, muddling up your, uh, your, your yeah, <laughs> Manhattan. Who wants a French uh, 75? No, 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 no. We're not doing all of that. We're not doing that. Hey, give me a sidecar, man. <laughs> Uh, uh. No, but uh, margaritas are margaritas and daiquiris are also good options as well. Right, all pre-mixed items. All pre, yeah, pre. You know, get some pre. They make some really good pre-mixed margaritas. You know, and if you want to go, if you want to go simple <laughs> with margaritas, it all it all it is is it's orange juice and lime juice. I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. Hands down. Let me just tell y'all something. If y'all don't know this, go to Costco. Costco's brand of pre-made margarita mix is to die for it is so good <laughs> i've had it quite a few times a barbecue brand that's like their house wine that's that margarita mix <laughs> fire son right. let me tell you yeah that it stuff is good right. if yeah It'll that's a right that's a great pre-mixed uh drink to, to take with you those, yeah, so, those yeah, Costco margaritas are great oh Th- yes it's tailgating you know it doesn't have to be fancy it has to be convenient that's it that's, that's the right. key here it has to be convenient. Yep. Make it easy. You're there to have a good time too. Remember that. Right. So, so yeah. So uh, on to part three. Let's talk about this cleanup. What are some trash bags? bags. <laughs> Contractor grade black trash bags. Yep. Go to Lowe's. We we did not plan that either, people. <laughs> no. No. Trust me. We we've done this enough together. Um, yeah, you know, I, I consider I consider our competitions that that I do just like tailgating, and you, you exactly, just, you know, the prep is the same, the cleanup is is the same, maybe a little bit more for that, but yeah, you got to have those trash bags. Get you some of those contractor trash bags, those those heavy thick meal trash <laughs> bags, the ones that you you can't punch through. Like you gotta <laughs> really you gotta really want to get through one of those bags. So get you get you some of those. Make sure you keep some of those on hand. Another thing foil costco just needs to go ahead and sponsor us at this point because right. costco has this what i think 500 or 750 square feet of like large heavy duty aluminum foil take foil right. which you use foil for everything use disposable pans the more you use the disposable stuff you can just throw that stuff away cleanup is going to be super simple mm-hmm. super easy super fast and let me give you all a tip this is a very good tip that i've learned Always have a bag of gallon Ziplocs around. Have a box because you're always going to need Ziplocs. Correct. You, you don't. You don't have to bring Tupperware for your leftovers. Just put it in some Ziplocs. Facts. Yes, yeah. that's a great idea. 
All right, B, what did I just put y'all on to? What's another disposable item? Oh, that you... this is great. Disposable cutting boards. Yes, Fantastic. Sir. Yes, sir. Because I have spent way too much time at competitions, uh, rodeo, my house, washing cutting boards. That's just the most. And when I, and the ones that I have are huge. I mean, for when we're doing like pig roast or something, I mean, massive, massive cutting boards. Cleaning this stuff, when it's got a bunch of grease on a bunch of pig grease on it, it is not easy to get that stuff off. So disposable cutting board is one of the best things I've seen. Cut it, take it, and chunk it. You know, it's it's great. It's so good. It's one of the best things that into my lives, <laughs> at my <laughs> life whenever it came to, to cooking because it's thick enough to where you're not going to cut through it, but it's pliable enough to where you can just fold that thing up and it takes up no space in the in the garbage bag. So right. get you some disposable cutting boards. I, you can get them online. I get mine from Academy. I think they come 30, 30 cutting boards to a box, and it's like 20 bucks, $24, something oh, like that. Worth it. So Absolutely well worth it. Absolutely worth it. Worth, worth it. Because if you, if you have never cleaned a cutting board saturated with beef grease, you know, That'll change your mind real quick. <laughs> it's really a lot of work when you have to do that and you have to use extremely hot water and you're not going to have that at a tailgate. So what about fire safety, like disposing of the leftover remnants of your barbecues? I'd suggest keeping like a, a galvanized metal bucket. You can dump ash in there and then you can just dump water in there and just put it out. No problems with that. Mix it around dumping in your trash can and you're all good to go. Mm -hmm. So you really want to, you really want to be careful because like a lot of people, you have all this charcoal in these pits. These pits are going to be hot when you're trying to move them. So you're going to have to clean charcoal out. So get you like a, a metal dust pan or something like that. This and can, you know, uh, a metal utensil to scrape the charcoal in, put it in a fireproof bucket, a metal bucket, and then just douse it with water and you're good to go. Yeah. That's a great point. I always talk about using good quality charcoal whenever you're smoking for a long period of time or grilling. And I always, I'm a big proponent for using lump charcoal, like natural lump charcoal, because mm -hmm. you too. can reuse that charcoal. You can, you can put it out and reuse it for the next time if you don't use it, if you don't use it all in one cook. We are not talking about that for tailgating. We are talking about using what you can get, what you have on hand, what mm -hmm. you can get your hands on. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about that. You also need to think about time because we have had too many issues with people who are setting vehicles on fire. Oh. Things are <laughs> blowing up. This is crazy. Okay. So I want you to think everybody out there that is listening right now, I want you to think of you lighting your pit and I want you to think of it as a bell curve. All right. You have a starting point and then it goes up. And you have peak performance. This is the hottest, the hottest point of your barbecue pit. This is the hottest your pit is going to get, right? And then it's going to start to dip down, and then you're going to be good in the safe zone. It's going to take a while for you to get to that peak point. Plan out your day. Figure out when you need to put meat on, when you need to start cooking, and then start your pit early. Start it early. That way you can get your food on whenever your pit starts to get to temp. And then you can start to hit that decline in temperature whenever it's getting close for you to start putting things up. Then you can handle all of these, these you know, coals a little safer. So we're putting these right. coals out completely before we put this back in vehicles, all right? Oh, yeah. We're not doing this no more. 
just yeah. take those coals out, use a galvanized metal bucket, like like uh, Brandon was saying, douse that with water as, as much as possible. That way you can dispose of it properly because these, these pits that stay in hot, you're trying to like rush food out and these pits are still hot whenever you're putting them back in your vehicle, trying to rush to get into the stadium. That's crazy. Get yeah, your right. pit hot early, cook your food, let it come down in temperature. If it starts getting a little close to the time where you need to leave, get it with yeah. water, put it out completely. Do not throw it in the dumpster. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. That's you, you trade you Literal trade fire from one place to fire. another. Literal <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> I have I have put one out myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, unless you're using one of them park grills. No oh, Lord. <laughs> I just leave hey, it's bolted to the cement. Just leave it out there. <laughs> so with that being said, let me Oh wait, before that, we want to talk about if you do fry, disposing of used oil. Oh, okay. that's a that's a big thing. So when you when you're disposing of used oil, you always want to make sure that you have a container that you can seal up to dispose that used oil in and you can close it up so it's not spilling all over the place. Uh, the thing is, you have to let that oil come down in temperature if you're putting it in anything plastic. If you want to dump it, like I say, like a metal a metal bucket's always a good thing to have around. You can uh, make sure it can hold way more than your fryer can. And that way you can set it off to the side and let it cool outside of your cooking equipment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fry early. Fry early. Let that oil fry come early. Down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and usually the outdoor fryers have a nice valve on it where they can you can dump out the oil real quick. But they they generally generally oil cool down pretty quick. I mean, because once you cut the heat source, it's just going to start losing heat. With that being said, let me go to my little end quote. This quote is an Irish proverb, actually. Laughter is brightest in the place where food is good. So I want to thank you guys for joining us again. We want you to like, subscribe, comment, do all those things for us. And keep stirring the pot. Later, guys. Later. Peace. <laughs>